Every corner of the digital universe. You can't instant link to the internet. And Stravi Mailer, E3 video phone. Technology called I smell. Smelling mold and mildew and animals. Man, I got to smell a swamp today. Welcome to Water Cooled Potato, your guide to the obsolete and absurd tech of the past, present, and future. I'm Kevin. I'm John. And today's topic is the connected toaster. Oh boy. In 2017, Griffin Technology, not to be confused with Griffin Products or various other companies that use the name Griffin, created the world's first smart toaster in 2017. Why? <laughs> what is it? What's the point of a smart toaster? Oh, I'll get to that, but first, their marketing went something like this. Have you ever struggled with getting your toast exactly how you want it? Are you too engrossed in cat videos on your phone that you burn your toast? Then Griffin's Connected Toaster uh... is the perfect product for you. Not only can it perfect bread, it can also perfect bagels, English muffins, and pastries. All for the low, low price of $100. $100 for a toaster. Yes. Basically, they marketed towards people that want to make everything in their home smart because dumb toasters are too hard because you can manually set it to whatever you want and then it automatically pops up even if you're watching cat videos. So, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway, how the connected toaster was able to be smart wasn't just the ability to communicate with other Griffin smart products, but also your phone through Bluetooth. In the app, you can select what you're toasting, how much to toast it, and you'll even get a notification when your toast is ready. In terms of being able to connect with other Griffin products, I have no idea what they were because while I can find Griffin Technologies website, it doesn't include the toaster. Just cables, phone cases, and a few other products that people actually buy. <laughs> what I do know is an article mentioned that the toaster can tell you the time, weather, and messages, quote, from other products via their connected mirror, unquote. Wait, what? The, huh? So the, the toaster keeps the time and then... No, it, it gets the time from other devices. Communicates with a mirror... What good does that do? I am not certain. Does it have a screen? Um, yeah, it has a smart di digital screen. Let me give you a picture. It kind of looks like your regular toaster, except it has... It looks, like, kind of sleek and shiny, kind of, for a two-piece-of-bread toaster. But it has some buttons in the middle around a small LCD screen on the bottom. So it has a tiny screen. Mm-hmm that you would have to bend down to see mm -hmm. but it tells you the time because that's the feature you need in a toaster and the weather and messages from other griffin smart products okay so the only thing it would i mean to me it sounds like the most useful feature and it's not that useful is getting a notification when your toast is done yeah, I agree with that, because pretty much everything else I wouldn't I wouldn't really care much about. I mean, some people might actually like it that, oh, I got a notification when my toast is done. Or you could just 
not leave the kitchen and you can hear it pop up, but sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I agree that's not completely useless. It's it's pretty close, but yeah, here's the thing. For $100, for 2 to 3 dollars you can pick up a little Wi-Fi connected microcontroller on eBay, and then you can connect a button to it, and you can program it to start a two and a half minute timer or whatever when you push the button and then send your phone a notification so you can you can start your toast press a button on a little gadget on the counter next to your toaster that cost you five bucks to make and get the same effect but john i'm too busy watching cat videos i don't know how to do that true cat videos are important This article even says in the ideal user paragraph, the product also works well if you dislike wasting time on watching over your toaster as it is in the toaster so that you can ensure that it toasts to perfection. I don't think that's grammatically correct. (laughs) Uh, And you could just put a beeper on the toaster. It could just beep when the toast is done. But I just want my perfect piece of toast, John. Well, yeah. What What's wrong with a dial? Uh, well, obviously it doesn't have the word smart on it. Right. So that's a big problem. You got to have everything in your home be smart. What I find funny is this, this was in early 2017. So it's been a couple years and there's still a lot of companies saying you should have all smart appliances in your house but the only thing that only took off was alexa speaking of alexa there actually was a diy project on how to make an amazon alexa smart toaster oh no why why so you can have a smart toaster before the griffin's connected toaster came out so you could make a more useful thing before the less useful thing that cost more was out. Yes, that is correct. Huh. Also, I've got to wonder, like, are they keeping up with security patches for this thing? Mm. Or is this yet another smart device with numerous security vulnerabilities that allows all sorts of exploits to be used on your network. Oh. Yeah. Maybe that's why I had no idea what the Griffin products were and why I'd, I've never saw them in any homes before. I don't know. I can't find anything about any of the other Griffin products, just the toaster on the internet. So I have no idea. I'm in the dark. Yeah. And... and- I don't know specifically, you know, it's it's just guesswork, but there was a, I think it was one of those video doorbells that had some sort of security flaw that would allow someone to gain access to your entire network through the video doorbell. Oh. Yeah. Not, not good, which... Yeah, that's why... (laughs) That's why I'm personally against having smart things in my home. But that's just my personal preference. Well, so the the two two ways that you can feel a little bit safer with your smart devices is the simpler one is to have two networks, one for your smart devices and one for everything else. 
so mm-hmm. that if somebody does use one of your smart devices to get into that network, they won't have access to anything important. Well, mm-hmm. I guess it depends just what you have connected to that network. Ooh, I know. I can change the clock on the coffee so that way when you wake up in the morning, your coffee's not done. and the second way which is the way that i prefer is to build any smart devices that you're going to be using yourself or at least program them yourself but that's work john well yeah not everyone can do that it's doable i've done it it's not that hard but it does take some time but in the end i think it's worth it because you know exactly how it all works you know exactly how much data is being sent to external servers which in my case is none at all and it can make your devices do very specific things that you wouldn't be able to find in a pre-built device hmm But most people are just going to get an Alexa and plant it in the middle of their living room and wonder why they start getting all sorts of advertisements for toilet paper 10 minutes after they talk about being out of toilet paper. (laughs) Oh, but only like up to 5% of all recordings get listened to and you supposedly can turn that off. (laughs) But I don't know. Anyways, the app did have more features other than alerting you that your toast is ready. You can, of course, select what you're toasting, and then you can use dials on your phone, not on the toaster, to get the just right perfect toast. And the app can save your preferences. Okay. Can it have multiple user profiles? I'm not sure. But what I do know is a quote from an article. As you can tell, this this device is not your traditional toaster. Okay. Well, sure. I'm I'm glad I have an article to tell me that. <laughs> Another thing I noticed here is that it doesn't have a lever. So I'm wondering how the oh. toast ejection works. Cuz normally you put the toast in and then you push down the lever and that compresses springs and then when the toast is done, the springs are released and the toast pops up but in this case there must be some kind of you press a toast button on the app i'm not sure well yeah but there must be something motorized or something to eject the toast or or to compress hmm. the springs because because if there's nothing moving in there the toast isn't going to pop out so to save you the work of pushing down a lever they have given it a motor, I think. Are there any teardowns of this thing? No. Oh, you know what? There might be. It, there's a slight possibility. So, I notice it says it has Bluetooth. And if it oh. has Bluetooth, there has to be teardown photos for the FCC. Sometimes you can find them, sometimes you can't. Here's another thing I don't like about it. You have to install their app, yet another app... Mm-hmm. for a single use. Oh, yeah, that would be annoying because I know I have less apps than most people and I have almost two pages. 
But yeah, a lot of people have three to four. Yeah, I try to keep the number of apps I have installed as low as possible. And, and there's nothing that annoys me more than an app that's only good for one thing that I rarely need. And But, but then I'll uninstall it and then I'll have to re-download it three weeks later the next time I need it. Yeah, I had to do that before. <laughs> Uh, according to a, a headline here, the Internet of Things has officially hit peak stupid. <laughs> uh, what? It's just... It's $99. Yeah, I'm not paying $99 for that. I could probably get a decent four-piece toaster for $99. Oh. Oh my gosh, it has dials, and I don't have to do it on an app, but... <laughs> I think you could get a pretty decent toaster for... Like, 40 bucks, probably. I don't know, I haven't been toaster shopping in a while. Bed Bath & Beyond sells toasters. $320. Well. A decent four-size toaster is 60 bucks. Yeah. And this is two slice, and more, and it's stupid. But, but you can do everything in an app, John! We must make everything apps! Uh, huh? I wonder if, hmm, I wonder if a company made a smart toothbrush where you can do stuff with an app to control your toothbrush. I, if it hasn't been done, it's coming soon. <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, I, I know there's toothbrushes that, like, time how long you brush or something like that. Hmm, that's kind of useful. Wow. I'm having no luck on finding FCC teardowns, which is a bit strange. I, I do find it kind of funny, though, that how many companies target this smart appliance industry, and I just never know any. a lot of those exist. Oh, there's a lot of really dumb, smart products, Internet of Things products that just just don't have any good reason to exist. It just seems like a company goes, let's see, what do we make? Oh, we make a blender? Let's make it a smart blender. Let's stick a Wi-Fi chip in it. Let's give it a little screen and make it a really awful app and sell it for $80 more than the normal one. But people will buy it because it's smart. Hmm. No, that that's backwards marketing. First, you find... Okay, how you're supposed to do marketing is go... Hey, would you buy this? No. And if you get like a thousand no's across a wide variety of markets, then maybe you shouldn't make the product, not <laughs> make the product, and then try to find a demand that doesn't exist. But yeah, that's how a lot of companies fail. They make a product like a smart toaster and then wonder why they don't really have any sales. Well, but it was a good product before it was smart, so making it smart just makes it a better product, right? Mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Would you want a smart oven? Uh, I guess it really depends what it does. The one feature that I would like in a smart oven is the ability to preheat it by voice commands so you just ask google assistant or alexa or whatever you happen to be using preheat my oven to 350 degrees 
So if you're doing laundry and you think, oh, I got to get started on supper soon, you can just ask for the oven to start preheating and it'll start preheating. Or you can have it scheduled to preheat at a set time. Yeah, that too. And have that be voice activated. Yeah. Mm. Or if you want to go even farther, you can have multiple things automated so that you can just select a preset for a certain meal. So then the oven will preheat to a certain setting. Ooh. And I don't know exactly what else, but... <laughs> mm. uh, I mean, I wouldn't pay much more for that, though. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't pay more for a smart toaster. No, I wouldn't. If I... W yeah... A toaster no. is the last thing I would want to have smart. Uh, yeah. What What about, hmm, let's see, what, what other appliances are there? There's smart fridges. There's smart coffee makers. Smart toasters. Is there a smart ovens on the market? I have no idea. There has to be. If there's a smart toaster, there has to be a smart oven, because a smart oven sounds like it could at least be somewhat useful. And this, it just, just... No. So, do you call a smart oven a miniature oven that has a display and some knobs? Uh. And it has nine smart cooking functions, including keep warm. Uh, no. That doesn't count. It, it, it's basically a miniature oven with a bunch of presets. Eh. Smart. Sure. That's another thing. That's another thing that makes me mad. What companies will call smart they'll add mm -hmm. two extra features to something and then they'll call it the smart version because this one has two extra buttons yeah it's just i don't understand though how there could be a smart toaster but there's not really any real smart ovens coming up in my search hmm there has to be because that that could actually be useful, but... I'm guessing Samsung will have a smart oven. I would think so. When I search Samsung smart ovens, I just get microwaves. I'm on the Whirlpool page and they supposedly have smart ovens. Oh, here's a Samsung one that says it has a... It's a 30-inch smart flex duo slide-in electric range with Wi-Fi connectivity. And it's only $2,294.60. Hmm. Oh my gosh. That was like the same time the smart toaster came out. Huh. Interesting. Like, pretty close to the day because there's articles on the smart toaster from like January 3rd to 7th. Whirlpool introduces smart home lineup is January 5th. Hmm. Among other useless smart products, I know I've seen a smart water bottle that tells you when you need to drink water. Uh, no. <laughs> but but come on, you wouldn't know when you need to drink if if you didn't have a smart device to tell you. I always have a water bottle at my desk, and the last thing I need is for it to give me notifications on my phone or voice activated or like speaker or all three of you need to drink water shut up i'm busy why are you distracting me it'd be a major distraction especially if i'm working because if i'm working at my desk and then i get a notification it's just a mm, 
But if I just have a regular water bottle, a lot of the times I could just drink and then continue on and my work pattern, my pattern is, isn't interrupted. A smart mirror. Are you kidding me? Griffin? That's There's the... a Griffin smart mirror? What? Yes. That's the mirror. Oh, no. I believe that's the How? mirror that they mentioned earlier. Whoa. Man, you always poke holes on my research, but I'm glad you find them. <laughs> uh, you know, th the worst part is you can build your own smart mirror with a monitor, some, I think it's like two-way mirror, and a Raspberry Pi. And then just build a nice frame or whatever so that it doesn't look ugly. But this thing costs a thousand dollars. What? A thousand? Yeah. Where's the yes. price? Three quarters of the way down. Oh. One thousand dollars for a smart mirror. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's YouTube videos of people making these smart mirrors with like an old monitor, a Raspberry Pi, some two-way mirror material, and a little bit of wood. I saw a guy do a, on a YouTube video, he took an old screen, and then he put it onto the side of his desktop computer case. It was like completely, almost completely clear. It didn't cost a thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, hmm. It mentions the Bluetooth toaster, but it doesn't mention if it can talk with the toaster. Didn't it mention that the toaster can communicate with the mirror or something like that? Yeah, they're a connected mirror. Maybe the mirror tells you when your toast is done? <laughs> while you're brushing your teeth, for some reason, because you're brushing your teeth while you're waiting for your toast. Yeah, brushing your teeth bef when you're right about to eat. Just before you eat, the best time to brush. <laughs> Make sure you have nice clean teeth before you start eating. Now that I think about it, that's funny. <sighs> have you managed to find any of the other products that I missed of Griffin? Uh, what other ones were there? I uh... Oh, the one article mentioned their coffee maker, but it didn't provide a link. I found an amusing quote from the vice president of product development at Griffin. Simplifying and enhancing how people use technology in their daily lives was the founding principle of Griffin back in 1992. <laughs> um, I don't know how a smart toaster can simplify your life. Yeah, it seems to me like it would just further complicate things, having to download the app, and I bet you have to set up an account in order to use the app. Oh. Ooh, hmm. But then people can potentially steal all your data. Hmm. Oh, the coffee maker is $100. Huh. So what makes a coffee maker smart? Maybe you just can, like, brew coffee at 7 a.m. And then it, it just brews coffee My at 7 a.m. My coffee maker does that. Well, yeah, but you can't change the time that it brews coffee from the other room. You'd have to get up and walk all the way over and push actual buttons. But I'm guessing that with a smart coffee maker, you can use the app. Mm, you're right, because we have to have an app for everything. My coffee, my toast, my fridge, my freezer, my oven... What other apps, Wendy? Oh, 
obviously for my mirror in all two or three of my bathrooms in my home, depending upon how large it is. Ooh, mirror for my room for some reason. Um, no, never mind. Hmm. What other smart devices would I need? Ooh, smart toothbrush. Yeah, and don't forget your smart water bottle. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you'll probably also need, let's see. I'm going to leave useful smart devices out of this, like lights and outlets. And oh. we're going to keep it to things <laughs> like... I was thinking in the kitchen, but okay. Oh, oh, okay, just in the kitchen. A smart blender. Mm. Mm -hmm. Smart electric fry pan. Let's see. Smart popcorn popper. Smart donut maker. <laughs> How would you make it smart? Uh, Ooh, I know. Automatically pours the batter somehow. Yeah. And cooks it. Yeah. Because it's way too hard for me to pour it into four individual components. I'll just pour it into this big giant storage thing that automatically dispenses it into the donut molds and makes donuts for me. Oh wait, buying them at Walmart is extremely cheaper than making donuts at home. And I'm pretty sure those machines already exist at the fair, like the booths selling mini donuts they just pour batter into the top of the machine and a couple minutes later a fully cooked donut plops out the bottom but is it technically smart though well if you glue a wi-fi connected microcontroller to it then it's smart i don't think they have wi-fi hmm i just noticed here that the griffin smart or Griffin Connected Coffee Maker, it, um, it says that it has internal Bluetooth for wireless control. It doesn't mention Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't have Wi-Fi, what good is it? Because your phone can only connect to one or two Bluetooth devices at a time, depending on the version of Bluetooth that your phone has. So, mm. I don't know if this is any use at all. Because... If, if the only thing that you can do with your phone is program it once, then it's kind of pointless. Like, if you if you have to reconnect every single time you want to use the app... Yeah, I don't... No, I, I didn't find in my research that the toaster connects via Wi-Fi. It's, yeah, it's Bluetooth. That would be annoying. That would be completely useless. And what would make it even worse is if it automatically connects to your phone whenever your bluetooth is on and then you can't connect oh. devices that you actually uh. want to use like wireless earbuds or speakers yup mm-hmm wow yeah definitely not worth the extra money nope yeah i, I don't understand i i don't know i i don't understand why they wouldn't put wi-fi in it it's not like wi-fi is it's not like a Wi-Fi enabled microcontroller is expensive. They're like three bucks. Maybe there is a wave of of security concerns back then. Of anything with Wi-Fi can be hacked. I'm not sure. It was two years ago, so. Yeah. Wow. That would be kind of funny though, if someone had a bunch of smart appliances, and they're all connected via Wi-Fi, and. I just decide to have their things not do, like not burn anything or destroy property. Just like have their toast magically pop up or 
Robin turns off her bed and then turns off a bee. It'd be another way of hackers messing with people, but obviously I wouldn't do that to anyone because, well, first of all, I don't know anyone with smart devices, so. <laughs> and even if they did, I'd definitely ask permission. Well, someday, once I have all the smart devices that I eventually plan to put into place set up, you are welcome to attempt hacking it. Ooh. Ooh, boy, that'd be fun. But I suspect... But wait, what if it's all Bluetooth? <laughs> I'm not... I don't want anything to do with Bluetooth. It's all going to be Wi-Fi. But... There's going to be no known exploits because it's all going to be custom built because I'm not trusting anyone else with the security of my oh, network when it comes to no. these type of devices. So you'll have to discover all the vulnerabilities yourself. No, John, you're supposed to get all major name brand appliances. <laughs> not going to happen. Well, you're not the average consumer. Well, I guess oh, not. <laughs> I mean, you keep talking about, oh, well, if you had this $3 board and you had a little bit of skill in soldering and all this stuff, you can easily do it yourself. Most people wouldn't know how to start. Well, yeah, probably not. Would you have smart devices in your house if you programmed them yourself? If I made it myself, probably, yeah, because then the security would be on my hands and I wouldn't be just trusting that whatever major appliance company is just collecting all of my data so they can use it for advertising or however they please, or just to store it so some hacker can take it. But hmm, if I bothered to do the work and spend a little bit of money to make my appliances smart, then probably yeah, I'll use it. I think the, the most useful areas for this type of technology is with lighting and definitely you know so if you can have a motion sensor in every room and then you can have you can have certain lights stay on at certain times other lights remain off unless motion is detected mm. or whatever yeah mhm mm and i think temperature sensors could also be good for improving the efficiency of your heating and cooling. So mm -hmm. if you can automatically open and close vents in different rooms, depending on their actual temperature, then you're not relying on a single thermostat in one part of the house to turn your heating or cooling on or off. Yeah, there was, I don't remember what company it was, but they made a thermostat that tracks your activity throughout your house. So that way it can heat and cool rooms accordingly. The ones you're in the most, it keeps cooler or warmer, and the ones you don't really, it'll neglect them. And it'll supposedly save on your heating and cooling bill. It's a major security concern. Right, but how much does it cost? Well, I'm not, oh, well, there's that too, I'm yeah. not sure about the cost, but I do know that a lot of people are concerned that a company is keeping track of me going around my house. I personally would not want to do that, and I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't want a device that tracks all the people in your house and all the activity in it 24-7. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's connected to I... your server, which it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then, how long until someone accidentally leaves a password as admin 
and someone makes off with all the data. I mean, they'll probably find another way, but yeah, nope, no, thank you, nope. I don't, I don't want to find out how hackers can sell that data. <laughs> anyway, that's all we have for today. We do have a couple things to mention. Watercool Potato now has its own Facebook group. If you want, you can come join us to suggest topics, give us feedback, or talk about weird tech stuff in general. If you're enjoying the podcast, consider giving us a rating or review on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. It can really help us out. And if you really enjoy the show, consider supporting us on Patreon. As always, see you next week.